0: Hello, my name is Jonathan Cool. It is really good to be with you today, uh, wherever you are, whatever time you're listening. I've prayed for you, the people that are going to be listening to this. So um, really trusting the Lord is going to be meeting us in this time. I've been asked to talk a little bit about worship and navigating life at home during this time of crisis. A lot of us are spending extra time at home. And... Being at home and away from community right now can be super disorienting. And even just in the government's request for us to be inside as much as possible, that can lead to us experiencing feelings of uh, being disoriented. So um, I hope this can be an encouragement to you. But uh, man, our times together have been really sweet and the same on Sunday mornings. And we've had some breakout groups and different times um, and I'm hearing stories of people actually accidentally meeting up or finding ways to creatively meet when they're far away from each other so um, it's just it's, it's still happening God is big enough he's present with us he can fill those gaps um, and he's just he's amazing like that he's filling a lot of those spaces right now and I'm so grateful I just want to speak though to that moment of um us being at home maybe feeling a little disoriented because I think it's really important and as I've been praying about the topic of worship and navigating life at home I've also been journaling about it a lot and right away I want to say um I think it's really important to say we don't have to see this season as being forever um we're using the term new normal because it's helping us kind of adjust to something that's going to be a little longer. But it's not normal, and it's not typical, and it's not God's hope or plan for us um, in the future. It's not our destiny. So being at home is a new frontier, it's just new. Um, so it's not our destiny. We have the opportunity to be guided in this time while inviting the presence of God into our lives to lead us in our homes. And, and I just want to focus on that, you know, our homes and also this idea of being disoriented. Um, and one of the things I like about being away from home, I think, is the experience of returning home. So I like being out in nature. I like being out in the wild <clears throat> and experiencing God's expansiveness and His creation it's amazing. Uh, those who <laughs> have been on road trips with me may have experienced this, this a little bit. It's, I'm kind of like uh, uh, pretty extreme enjoying tr- road trips and that sort of thing. But um, <laughs> but I love, as much as I love being away, I love returning home. And I sense the Lord wanting to do something right now, even in homes Right now, since we're home more, and we aren't experiencing that gift of, uh, of coming home, you know, it's kind of reversed, right? We're home all the time, and we're looking forward to getting out. But Jesus is here. He's there where you are um, to fill that void, and he is the one who, who we can come home to all the time. Even while we're at our physical home, God is there. God is here to come home to so this big, um, or at least just the the big point for me, is that God is our home. He has an adventure for you, for me, and he's you know, for us. And he's really, really good at being creative in times where there's nothing. Um, he's he's good at being creative in times where there's nothing, or nothing to do, or nowhere to go. Maybe in our minds, but God makes room. He does that. It's something that he does. He makes room for the outcast. He makes room for the lonely, and on and on and on. Um, God's invitation is always come to me or come back to me. There's room in him. You know, there's room in Jesus. To, you know, he's saying there's room for you. Seeing God as our home, as our refuge, as our shelter, as our strong fortress as our foundation. Seeing God's invitation by seeing who he is and who he is to us, that can lift us out, metaphorically speaking, out of our old home and into the place we belong. We actually belong to God. Um, It's where we're meant to go to. It's who we're meant to go to. We can give ourselves to him um, in worship. We can give ourselves to Him in our time, our thoughts, energy, word, song, whatever we're doing. We can give ourselves to Him, and we don't have to complicate it. You know, how might we we give ourselves in moments to God? And you know, thinking about our days, like what are some things maybe um, we can do different? And I'll speak about that in a second. But um, these are all matters of the heart. You know what I'm talking about. God wants our hearts. He wants us. Uh, to remember and pursue our first love, and you know, for those who might think, "Man, you know, I'm having trouble doing that," or, you know, I, I messed up and I did this, or whatever it might be, he has the power to mend every heart, and he has the power to bring all of this of these things back to life, or, or to, to beat them fully, you know, to heal our hearts. In Proverbs four twenty three, it says, "Above all else, guard your heart." for everything you do flows from it. And and so, you know, we don't have to have this perfect, pristine, um, untarnished, um, unmended heart, um, or our mended heart, you know, to, to come to him. We can have one that's like not yet fully healed. And and I, I believe it's ongoing. You know, he's he's actually still working through things with people that they've gone through. And that's okay, um, and in my in my own life too. Um, we don't have to get everything right before we come to Him. And you may know that already, but our hearts are super important. And spending time presenting them to God is always good and is for everyone all the time. And again, the message is, come back to me. But we know that we're able to love and come back because He first loved us, and we read that in 1 John where it says, "We love because he first loved us, and how did he love? You know we know that he demonstrated his love to us by giving his life by laying it down, and he gave it so we might live, so like in this very way um because we have life, we now have the ability to lay our lives um down you know to present our lives to God um, not only has he put that reality inside us. To worship him, but now, now like, we're in, in the fold in like these. Um, I'm kind of picturing in my head right now crosswinds, you know, like with the plane. Some, you know, in worship, we, since we're in the fold, we get caught in the crosswinds of worship that's already happening. We're affected in a really great way um, by the love of God. We're part of the ongoing story and environment of worship. Worship is happening right now. So to the brokenhearted, you know, if you're in a place where you're feeling downcast or um or just down, you know, to the anyone who might feel lonely or afraid, uh, I just want to take a moment right now and pause and then read then read to you something that you and I can join in together. Or later you could read it with uh, God the Father, Son, Holy Spirit and all of heaven and all of earth, we are surrounded by this reality. So um, I'm going to be reading Psalm 148 here in a minute. So if you wanted to get your Bible or read it with me, you can. But God, thank you for being here and for never leaving us and never forsaking us. You really are our heart's desire. And I pray, Lord, that um, you would spring light and life into these places of our heart where there are shadows maybe? Um, Would you show us just the places where our heart is beating for you, where we may not have recognized it recently or have forgotten or may have never even seen? Um, I pray that, Lord, the ways that we're made to worship you would come to life in people's lives and everyone who's listening. In Jesus' name, amen. Psalm 148. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise him in the heights above. Praise him, all his angels. Praise him, all his heavenly hosts. Praise him, sun and moon. Praise him, all you shining stars. Praise him, you highest heavens and you waters above the skies. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for at his command they were created, and he established them forever and ever he issued a decree that will never pass away. Praise the Lord from the earth. You great sea creatures in all ocean depths, lightning and hail, snow and clouds, stormy winds that do his bidding. You mountains and all hills, fruit, trees and all cedars, wild animals and all cattle, small creatures and flying birds, kings of the earth and all nations. You princes, all rulers on earth, young men and women, old men women, and children. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for his name alone is exalted. His splendor is above earth and the heavens. And he raised up for his people a horn, the praise of all his faithful servants of Israel, the people close to his heart. Praise the Lord. Amen. Men, this pulls into our picture the reality of all things seen and unseen or forgotten even, those animals and all creation on earth and all that exists beyond earth. It's tuned and resonating. It's primed in response to the Lord. Um, And we see that it's all inclusive. There's this experience of everything ongoing happening. What we see is not a discourse or a debate. We don't see well-crafted thought, a talk or a song, even though this is beautiful and, and just amazing what we see is uh, creation responding to its creator with praise. Uh, we see praise. So uh, I'm honing in on, on the idea of responding because it is all-inclusive. We don't typically think of birds or, or rocks or um, <clears throat> these inan- inanimate objects um, like the moon uh, or things on the moon. <laughs> anyway, like like snow, you know, we don't typically think of these things as talking to God or thinking much about God or contemplating, or they're just responding. They're doing what they're made to do um, in giving praise to God. So what might it look like for my heart, your heart to respond to its creator? I think about this in terms of being wild and Maybe it's a place that every person grapples with. I've, I've thought about that before, where we see, you know, these examples of of, of wild in the passages responding to God in praise. I just wonder how we can simply respond to God in worship, and it might be unlearned more than it is learned. Maybe it's some learned, you know, too. But um, I just think it's it's a question that we're all faced with: How can I respond to God simply? Also these days, uh, some are asking, you know, what do I do? So might I throw some ideas your way? And here we go. So one idea is, you know, take a walk with God. Physically change what you were doing for the last five or ten minutes or more and set a different course. I can tell you that in our gathered worship spaces or different times, I'll actually do that in worship. Um, I've done it at church when I'm leading worship. I've actually turned around. I've <laughs> Maybe some of you have seen that and wonder what I'm doing, but if there if there's a moment that I f I've, I've sense the Lord say do something different, sometimes I'll just do something different because it's an act of faith or it's an act of of just trusting the Lord. And um, as strange as it might sound, for for me it actually really works because it it gets me out of uh, the focus of what I'm doing and puts the focus on what God's doing. Um, I might do something new, but it actually takes my focus off of what I'm doing, because um, sometimes I can just get a, we can get in a rut, um, or just go with familiarity and just kind of be kind of on autopilot. So yeah, some ideas: um, take a walk, and consider asking God to bring a song to mind, and then sing it. I can't tell you how many times a particular song popped in my head, sometimes when I least expect it, oftentimes in that way. And it just seems like it's coming out of nowhere to speak the very thing that I needed to hear, or um, it shows me a a way to pray, or it's just ministering or speaking to the place I'm in. Sometimes we, we need to sing the song we believe God's giving us because we're wrestling with something, or... Uh, it's sounding the horn, so to speak. It's notifying or tipping us off that now is the time to sing the song that God is singing over us. Um, it prepares us or it arms us or it um, equips us you know, in a moment where we need to be singing that um, or we need to be saying something. So if that happens, do you consider what God might be saying in the words or theme of the phrase you're thinking about? Uh, it could be a theme. It could be the actual words. It could be how it makes you feel. It could be um, the timeliness of a song and that might line up with someone else having the same same experience. I've heard, you know, from people that worship is like a compass that will guide us to Scripture and God Himself. You know, basically, it's a path forward to realize our affection for God um, to get down to those places in our heart. Scripture leads us to worship and prayer, and prayer leads us to scripture and worship. It's all kind of connected. Um, we don't have to separate them. You know, as we're kind of used to doing in our formalized, you know, settings, every church kind of has a liturgy or a, a way they go about um, interacting as they um, as they gather, have their gathered meetings on Sunday mornings. But um, even in those, you know, we have... Just we have the ability to pray as people are singing, and we have the opportunity to sing um you know even even to ourselves, you know in times that are quiet um, you know there's all sorts of ways to interact with God, but um all all of this can can be inclusive in worship and giving and handing our hearts over to the Lord sometimes we read scripture aloud and that's worship, but you, you see where I'm getting at. In the most real way, we're really immediately and presently, uh, right now in the presence of God, when we worship God, we're acknowledging his presence. We're, we're welcoming him and saying, God, I'm so glad you're here. Thank you. Um, so you can just fill in the blank and talk to Jesus and, and say these sorts of things, but realize that he's there with you Um, and and among us. And here's the thing, when we live this way, we might find ourselves on the floor or kneeling or crying or smiling or laughing or just in awe. God isn't far away. God is near. And um, no matter what we're going through or journeying in our day um, or in our moments, both that present reality and our destiny is in the same room because Jesus carries both so Jesus is like in even in this sense a bridge um, fr- from our past to our future. Um, he holds our destiny and our and, and all hope that's before us, uh, and that's really great news because it means that we don't have to figure it all out. Jesus can be our guide. He can be he can actually be our song. You know, if we don't have a song to sing, he can actually be our song. He can lead us into worship into that place um, the the place where our past meets our present. Um, and our present meets our future. All this is uh found in Jesus and that's a pretty charged atmosphere. I'm just so grateful for that. And um I'm just gonna we're gonna move on here now and close with some words from the Vineyard USA website. Um but actually before that I just wanna say um God isn't confined right now. He's not at his house, uh, waiting to come out. Um, he's not afraid to come near people and the Holy Spirit isn't, you know, confined or absent. He's, he's counseling, um, and comforting and filling us. And I believe, um, we'll be transformed with his presence in this, in these times. And I'll be, p- be praying that too. Um, I'm praying that for myself, for our family and, uh, for our church. So, um, here's some words from Vineyard USA website. It says, when we lift our voices and bow our hearts, we expect to experience God's presence as a palpable reality. We have found we are made more fully human and better reflections of the God image that we were created to be. Worship shapes us as we respond to God's love and meet him in the songs we sing. While there are many ways to worship, singing is a vital to the vineyard so i'm so grateful uh for time with you today and i hope um, you're doing well and love you a ton hope to see you soon all right bye